Safety, dependability, and power. Chevy Silverado isn't happy unless the work is hard and the day is long. No wonder Silverado is America's number one best-selling retail pickup truck. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com and put a Silverado in your toolbox. Have you ever been on a plane where your kid is the one screaming or throwing a temper tantrum? I know we've all been on the plane where we've witnessed it. We're like, just do something. Put an end to this. We can't listen to this screaming anymore. Dr. Tom Crawford is a mathematician at Oxford University, and he has created a mathematical formula for a tantrum-free flight. Thank you for joining us, doctor. Do you have little ones or do you have grandkids who are little ones? What, what prompted you to dig into this and come up with a solution? Well, I, I do not have my own children or, or grandkids, but um, I have certainly been on the plane when there have been <laughs> children who are not happy uh, around me. So I think from uh, I could speak for everybody, as you say, uh, it's not fun for the kids, it's not fun for the parents, and it's definitely not fun for the passengers. Um, but this actual, the idea behind this actually came about, I was contacted by um, Asda Money, so the, the UK version of Walmart. Um, I believe, uh, the supermarket. And they basically want had conducted some research into the causes of tantrums when flying with young children on planes. Uh, and they wanted my help as a mathematician to crunch through the data and see if we could figure out the best way to prevent a tantrum when you're traveling with kids. And what you discovered is kids are most likely to have a tantrum 27 minutes and 48 seconds into a flight. Yes, that was that was what the data told us. So it was over 2000 parents across the uh, the UK. So I would imagine this would also transfer quite well to the US. But the, the actual sample came from parents in the UK. And they said that on average, you would expect a tantrum around 28 minutes into the flight and that each tantrum would last around 15 minutes <laughs> on average was also what the uh, what came out of the data. Oh my God, that is just miserable. It's, I've been the parent and I've been the passenger next to the parent. And either way, you're, you're in a bad position. So, um, what, what did you discover what the causes are? Because there's always a trigger to a tantrum. So what is causing kids? Is it, you know, their ears popping? Is it, what is it? What did you discover? So this was probably the most interesting thing that, that I think came out of the research and what I used in this formula, the, the tantrum-free formula. Um, so the parents were asked to list um, from a series of 11 possible causes of tantrums. And they also had a box where they could add their own. And they were asked to rank them as to, from their experience with their child, which of these possible things were most likely to cause a tantrum. Uh, and the number one, thing that came out was being tired or being sleepy um so tiredness um came out by far the number one um then it was boredom so you know having nothing to do uh then third came hunger um and the fourth highest was um noise or the unfamiliar environment so that perhaps ties into the ear popping um, that you mentioned. And there were various other ones on there. One that really surprised me that I thought might be a bit higher was um, fighting with their siblings, which actually came out as the lowest of all of mm. the 11 uh, categories that they were given. Definitely not true for me when I was younger anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So here, let's address the sleepiness by making sure they get a good night's sleep or a nap. Let's address the boredom 
if you have to put a screen in front of them for the benefit of all your fellow passengers, hunger, I mean, that's easy. You can cure that, right? And the noise, get noise-canceling headphones, whatever. We just want to have a peaceful flight. <laughs> and it's near impossible <laughs> when there's a toddler. Yeah. So the um, you're completely right about the the screen for boredom. Um, definitely, we saw again based on parents. They said that um, having a movie um, for the children to watch would actually buy you about 31 minutes of additional mm. tantrum free time on average. Um, and also, similarly, playing on a tablet or a phone could buy you up to another 29 minutes. Um, but there were some non-screen options. So apparently, drawing could gain you on average 18 minutes. Um, of sort of tantrum-free bliss. Um, and also books and reading could get you up to 15 minutes. So there are some non-screen options there as well, but it, it does, unfortunately, it does it does appear that the screen is the most effective way to, uh, <laughs> to tackle the boredom, definitely. I know. And I know so many parents who do not want to put a screen in front of their child, but there are certain times, and one of them is being on a plane when your kid's having a tantrum. It's like, Put a movie on. Just let them watch something that they're intrigued by and give everyone else a little peace because it's not just your fellow passengers, but as a parent, you're just mortified that all eyes are on you and people are expecting you to remedy the situation. Absolutely. And and I guess, again, based on what we've discovered in this data and this analysis, it's suggesting that the movie will entertain them for around 31 minutes. So if you are worried about that excessive screen time, you could just give them, you know, 30 minutes is probably about as much as you're going to get. So you don't need to worry about them, you know, being in front of a screen the whole time, because this data is suggesting that after 30 minutes, you should try something else, because otherwise they're going to get bored with that particular activity, um, was what we found in the data. Somebody said lollipop, 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 lollipop. <laughs> find the biggest <laughs> lollipop or sucker you can give them and that will keep them busy well it looks like you're ready if you ever decide you know to have children someday that you've got the formula how long did it take you to determine that it would take you know what is it 27 minutes and 48 seconds into a flight for a child to have a tantrum well, that just came out of the data, really. We we asked the 2,000 parents, and that was the sort of average amount that, that came back. Something else that we discovered in there, uh, which doesn't feature in the formula itself, um, but sort of ties into the whole journey, was we, we asked the parents as well, um, at what point in the journey did your child or was your child most likely to have a tantrum? Um, and almost 50% of them said it does happen on the actual plane, the actual flight. Um, any? Do you reckon you might have a, a guess as to what the second most likely uh, time period for the you know, for the whole journey from when you leave the house to when you arrive at your final destination? What I've, I've got to think, think might it's, be it's, the second most. Yeah, it, I got to think it's right before you arrive. So once you're off the plane, you're in the car, and you're headed to your next your final destination. So surprisingly, that was quite low down, the kind of bag carousel and the passport control. They were actually some of the, the least likely um, occasions. Um, so the one that came through as second most likely was actually bag drop. So once you arrive at the airport and you're sort of dropping your bags off, checking your bags in, that came back as over a third um, of parents actually said that they experienced the tantrum that early, uh, which again, I think can be very helpful for planning your journey in saying that this is perhaps going to happen much earlier than our intuition might suggest. And so, you know, making sure you're entertaining them as soon as you, as soon <laughs> as you leave the house uh, feels like the way to go.
That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Doctor. You're very welcome. Dr. Tom Crawford, a mathematician at Oxford University. I got to tell you the most difficult time I ever had traveling with Liam as a child. And I was a single mom and I liked to travel. So we went we went a lot of places. And of course, I did radio shows around the world. We were coming back from a foreign country. And this was the moment he decided that he would take the stranger danger thing really seriously and not respond to the TSA agent. So when the TSA agent questions your four or five-year-old, they ask a few questions to make sure you're not like, you know, smuggling a child or something. He wouldn't speak. And I could go, please, please just answer the man's questions. Nope. Nope. (laughs) You know what happens next? You get pulled over to secondary inspection. I'm like, for God's sakes, Liam, please. Tell him I'm your mommy. Yes. Answer the man's questions. (laughs) Or we're going to be in a whole world of hurt. All right, Steve has the news coming up next, and then our friend Tom Skilling joins us. That's always a bright ray on a Tuesday afternoon. That's on the way on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.